Well, welcome to another great episode of the Ag Bioscience Podcast, presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast, where we have in-depth conversations with the leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology converge. This week, we are joined by Andy Tower. Andy is Director of Public Policy at Indiana Farm Bureau. And Andy, great to have you with us on the podcast this week. It's great to be here. Talking about your path to the Farm Bureau, you are relatively new at, at Farm Bureau, uh, arriving this summer. Talk a little bit about your background because you're a, you're a native Hoosier, right? Yes, that's correct. Had the opportunity um, to actually buy part of uh, our family's farm out in Monrovia where my wife and two daughters and I live. We um, have some cows, horses, and a little bit of row crop. So actively engaged in the ag space as well. But one of the few working in agriculture in Indiana, I don't have a Purdue background. Actually <laughs> went to school down at Western Kentucky in Bowling Green, uh, animal science major, spent some time at uh, Land Lakes Purina the Feed, managed a feed mill in Lima, Ohio for a while, then had the opportunity to come back to Indiana and worked at the Indiana Department of Environmental Management as their ag liaison before transitioning up to Indiana corn and soybean, where I spent the last nine years there serving as a director of livestock. And then my last three years, I was there also picked up and was the executive director for the Soy Aquaculture Alliance. We were looking at opportunities to drive more soybeans through a fish diet. And then recently, as you mentioned, July made the move over here to Farm Bureau. I think everyone knows of the Farm Bureau, Indiana Farm Bureau, that name, very recognizable. But talk about the organization because it encompasses and represents so many aspects of uh, Indiana agriculture and Indiana farmers. Talk about the organization and, and everything that it does. Farm Bureau, we just uh, celebrated our 100th year in 2019. So yes, we've been around a while. We're a grassroots organization, have members in all 92 counties, and really focused on advocating for farmers. And I think that's really one of our maiden strengths. Uh, we spend a lot of time advocating for farmers in Washington, D.C., down at the state house, and also in the local courthouses. We also provide some educational programming to our members so they can stay up to date on the ever-changing trends and aspects of agriculture. So it keeps us pretty busy because as we hear from those grassroots members, they all have unique challenges that they're they're looking for help. I want to talk about the impact of technology in a moment, but first of all, from a, a public policy standpoint, and I know there are many issues out there, but can you can you identify one or two issues that are really taking a lot of your time and really are at the forefront, front burner issues for Indiana agriculture? So I think as it relates to technology, broadband connectivity mm-hmm. um, is, is really something that has been even highlighted more during this COVID situation as more, more people are working from home. You know, it's really drawing a, a big emphasis there. And as it relates to our farmers, I mean, with the new technology they have on the farm, their ability to connect to their equipment. And so that's a really big issue from a policy perspective that, that we're going to be focusing on, especially here in this upcoming session. Well, I'll talk about that and where things are, because certainly the governor, the state has put a lot of emphasis uh, on rural broadband. It is an issue for, for ag, for economic development, just for, for Hoosiers you know, who live in rural areas. What is your sense for where that whole issue, where rural broadband is now in terms of development and where things are headed? So I think, you know, kudos to the governor and lieutenant governor for for their focus on this area. But I think we're, we've started to find some interesting groups that you know we might be able to partner with on this issue that we may not have always been partners. Uh, you know, 
education, telehealth all come to mind. And I think there's some really great opportunity, you know, in this session and going forward to really expand that not only to the unserved, but the underserved. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that that's really been a focus or, or highlighted as part of this COVID situation is the areas that are underserved and don't have really that that bandwidth capability to really drive some of this technology to be able to utilize it at home and on the farm. Technology, you know, no turning back now. It's such a, a, an integral part of agriculture and will will be going forward beyond the rural broadband uh, issue. Are there other technology-related issues that are out there for Indiana Indiana agriculture? So I think the other one of the other things that is always top of mind for farmers is this big data and who owns mm-hmm. that data because with the equipment that our farmers utilize on, on the farm today, I mean, we're capturing so many data points in every second is who owns it and how to I mean how to utilize it. So I think that always keep in mind uh, there and working with some of our other partners around Indiana agriculture to make sure that we're not not giving that information away for free and, and making sure that doesn't get in the wrong hands. Yeah, great point. Earlier this fall, Agrinovus announced a joint initiative with the Indiana Farm Bureau, Indiana Corn Marketing Council, and Soybean Alliance. Really the first of its kind uh, here in Indiana, a producer-led innovation challenge. How does the challenge work and and how is Indiana Farm Bureau involved? Because I mean, when you're talking about technology and innovation, I think this event really kind of uh, encapsulated a lot in what it brought to the table. I think this is an exciting event. And, you know, it really started with a small focus group of three Indiana farmers and one of which was uh, Jake Smoker from Northern Indiana, who's a Farm Bureau member. And they sat down and had a, you know, pretty lengthy conversation about all the different technology that all three of these farmers utilize on the farm. And then what are the challenges around that? And so having been able to sit in and listen to that discussion, you know, the thing that kind of came to the top was just, there's so much technology, but they don't all communicate together. And so it's costing farmers a lot of time to go back and manually understand that data. For us, having Jake as a part of that, and then at our virtual convention this year in December is where Agrinovus will uh, announce the winner of the Innovation Challenge. The ag bioscience sector is, is really known for innovation and efficiency created on behalf of and, and for the farmer. How, do, how does the challenge in everything that came out of that producer-led uh, innovation challenge, how, how does it elevate and really create, potentially anyway, better solutions for producers? Bringing the producer along as part of that conversation early on, I mean, I think will really help the farmer's ability to adapt and utilize more of this technology. Because I think we have a lot of these tech companies out there that there's a problem, let's go fix it, but maybe not always having the farmer along along the way as part of that conversation. So what might work in the tech sector may not always work on the farm when you're out feeding cows or in the combine and trying to utilize the technology in real time. And so I think having, having that collaborative conversation will just make the farmer's more efficient, which ultimately at the end of the day, it helps our farmers drive sustainability. I mean, because time is one of our most limiting factors on the farm today. You know, in that that challenge, I thought it was very interesting uh, that uh, the challenge was extended to the tech community. And there were 18 teams that signed up for the challenge. And I thought that was a great number. Uh, in your view, as you look at the potential 
there's this this merger of agriculture and technology in the communities here in Indiana. Is that happening? And if it is, what can that result in? I think it is happening. I mean, with the great work of Agronovus and Purdue University, corn and soybean, Indiana Farm Bureau, I think those conversations are happening more often. And again, I think having that collaborative conversation will create unique sets of technology for the farmer. And ultimately, as our farmers look to continue to be more efficient on the farm, drive sustainability, utilize, you know, less inputs. I mean, it's just going to continue to help our farmers get better at what they do. As you look to the future, you know, know, the next five, 10 years and beyond, and you look at the momentum, a lot of it created with the creation of Agrinovus and a lot of the things that Agrinovus Indiana is doing, but you look at Agrinovus, the academic community, the private sector companies uh, engaging and getting involved. Your work there at Farm Bureau, how, how is the future in your view set up for agriculture in Indiana? I think it's really set up for agriculture to continue to be a leader in the state of Indiana, just because as we continue to collaborate and we each harness our individual skill sets, but then package those together to the benefit of Indiana's farmer, I think we have a, a really strong opportunity to continue to lead in this ag space and really be known nationwide as as a as an agriculture leader. You know, even as we look, you know, coming from the soybean world, Iowa always wanted to be be the top dog in soybeans. But I think with what we're harnessing here in Indiana, we can really step out in front and be that leading charge frag. Andy Tower is the Director of Public Policy at Indiana Farm Bureau. Andy, really great to have you on the podcast this week. You brought some great, great perspectives. You've got a lot going on at Farm Bureau. We look forward to following your successes going forward. Thank you. And thank you for joining us on this latest edition of the Ag Bioscience Podcast, a weekly production partnership between Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And a reminder, keep up to date with Agrinovus by following them on Twitter and Instagram at Agrinovusin. Also, you can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to share great ag bioscience stories like this one with more and more people. Thanks for joining us this week. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Kayla Chittister, Bridget O'Reilly, Libby Fritz, and Joe O'Leary. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.